I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi there. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. Today we're going to make a classic Italian dish called cacio e pepe, cacio e pepe, which means cheese and pepper. This is a recipe I learned about, I'm afraid, as a Johnny-come-lately, a Janie-come-lately, from Stanley Tucci, who was doing his television series called Searching for Italy, and he went to a place where they cooked this and shared the recipe. It's in his book, actually, as well, called Taste my life through food. Stanley Tucci is an actor who first came to my attention in his movie, The Big Night, which is about an Italian restaurant trying to make a living across the street from another Italian restaurant. Only their Italian restaurant is authentic and the one across the street is Americanized. From doing that movie, he developed a passion and an interest for Italian food and Italian cooking. He is Italian. But he went in search of more Italian cooking after the movie was done. And this is one of the recipes that he talks about. I'm feeling a little sheepish about the fact that it took Stanley to introduce me to this dish because I am married to an Italian, actually Sicilian. However, the family mostly does tomato-based things. They have an incredible, incredible, incredible meat sauce, red sauce and meatballs, and manicotti, and those kind of things. So those all have red sauce. This doesn't have anything, really, except cheese and pepper and a lot of butter. Now, because those things are really the only flavors in this dish, you have to be sure you're using good stuff, right? So as I read the ingredients, I want to be sure you're thinking about fresh things as much as possible, okay? I'm going to make a recipe for four. This is easily divided in half to serve for two. It's very quick to make and has very few ingredients, and it's very easy. And yet you can tell your audience, your guests, your consumers, that they are eating an authentic Italian dish with one small modification that makes it a little less authentic. I'll tell you when we get there. So you'll need some kosher salt because we're going to have to boil the pasta which is the next ingredient. If you're making for four, you need 16 ounces of spaghetti or linguine. I'm gonna use linguine today. The kosher salt is to put in the water for boiling the pasta because the pasta will soak up some of that salt and that's a good thing. 
You need four tablespoons of butter, two tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil, as much coarsely ground black pepper as you think you can tolerate. Again, it's one of the few ingredients in here, so it's an important one. But if you find pepper too hot, be cautious. If you love pepper, go to town. The only other ingredients are the cup and a half pecorino, otherwise known as pecorino romano, which is one of the places you shouldn't stint. You want good cheese for this, and you are going to freshly grate it. That's a do-ahead, okay? One of only three for this recipe. The next thing is a cup and a half of freshly grated, another do-ahead, Parmesan. Better quality, the better the taste. And then for both of those cheeses, you may want more for the table to sprinkle over the top. The other do-ahead is that you're going to want to bring your water to a boil for your pasta. That is the slowest part of making any pasta dish. You will have probably heard me talk about much faster and more efficient ways to cook pasta. But for this one, we specifically need the water from the pasta that has been cooked. So we're going to do it the traditional way. It becomes its own ingredient and we need to be sure we have enough of it. As far as equipment goes, you need a large pot for boiling your pasta. Unless you have a pasta pan, you'll need a colander for draining the pasta. The pasta pan has a built-in colander, which is why I said that. You need a measuring cup, probably. Maybe two-cup glass measuring cup. That's what we're going to scoop the pasta water into. You need a large skillet in which we're going to make the sauce. And you need some tongs to toss the pasta with. This recipe, by the way, comes from Lauren Miyashiro at delish.com. And she's where I got the idea to use more than one kind of cheese. And I couldn't say no. Why would you use only one cheese when you could use two cheeses? So that's what actually got me to make this recipe the first time I did it. One thing to know before we start this is that it takes very little time and you're going to need to serve it immediately. So don't start it too far ahead of when you want to eat it. It's really going to be best when it is right out of the pan. It starts to get a little stiff and lose some of its magic if you keep it for very long. Not that it doesn't still taste good because I've had it as cold leftovers from the refrigerator and it still tastes mighty good. But it's best right out of the pot. Since we have to cook the pasta from scratch in the long way, I thought I'd give you a couple of tips. Actually, if you had fresh pasta, you wouldn't have to do this. But assuming you're using packaged dry pasta, firstly, it's probably best if you start with cold water. Now, I know that makes it take longer to heat up, but hot water from your tap is very possibly got minerals and chemicals and stuff in it that your cold water is less likely to have. And since the pasta is actually sucking up whatever the water has, you probably want to keep it as clear as possible. From your tap, though, you don't need to go any further than that. The next thing is, as you're heating your pasta water, if you can cover it, it will heat much faster. You just cover it long enough to bring it to a boil. It doesn't need to be covered while we're cooking the pasta, just while we're heating the water. So as soon as it starts to boil, we'll take the lid off of it. The third thing is while, yes, you're going to put in a salt and you're going to put in about a tablespoon per pound. So we're doing a pound of pasta here, 16 ounces. So we're going to need about a tablespoon of salt. You don't want to add that salt until the water is boiling or almost boiling. 
If you put salt into a pot of cold water, it could actually pit your pan. I know that sounds wacky. It's just salt, but it could actually harm the surface of your pan. It's much better if it's in boiling water because A, it keeps the salt moving, and B, it kind of dissolves it more quickly so it doesn't just sit on the bottom and create pits in your pan. Once your water is at a full rolling boil, you want to add your pasta. And I like to break mine in half. It's very non-traditional to do that, but it's better than cutting it with a knife. Stanley Tucci goes on and on about that. He abhors that. It's so wrong to cut your pasta with a knife, but he says it's kind of okay if you have to break it ahead of time. So I break it in half so I'm not slurping it up at the table and I can actually eat it without feeling clumsy. My box says boil it for 9 to 11 minutes. Notice that I emphasized boil it because that doesn't mean you start the timer from when the noodles go in the water. You start the timer from when the water comes back to a boil. And from then I would be cooking at 9 to 11 minutes except that it's going to cook a little bit once we drop it into the sauce. So I'm going to cook it for the minimum 9 minutes and then take it out. Now you don't really want to cook the pasta ahead. You can, but it's just going to sit around and get gluey if you're not careful. So if you can start your pasta cooking, put it in for its nine minutes, and while it's cooking, create the rest of the recipe. That's the primo chef's way of doing this dish. If you don't want that much stress, it's okay. Cook it ahead, dump it into your colander, drain all the water out. But save some of that water. It's important. Scoop your two-cup measuring cup into that water before you dump it out. And then once your pasta's in the colander, just drizzle a tiny bit, it really doesn't take very much, of olive oil over the pasta and kind of toss it so that it doesn't get sticky and gluey while you wait for the rest of the stuff to come together. I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit. I know I am. But because this comes together so quickly, we got to think ahead. Now, your other do-ahead was about grating the cheese if you needed to, which I hope you did because it's so much better if it's freshly grated. You can use a food processor for that. It cuts it down into no time at all. You just buy a block and then bring it home and cut it up until it fits in the chute of your food processor and grate it up. Not shred it, grate it. So you'll need an attachment that actually does grating instead of shredding. And if you have a box grater... You want the side that has bumps that sort of stick out. It doesn't shred them, it actually grates them. I don't know how to describe it to you, except to say that it's not the shredder side. It's the side that's actually is gonna hurt your fingers if you touch it. For this dish, we need a whopping total of three cups of grated cheese. So what I like to do is grate the Romano and the Parmesan both and then put them in a bowl together and sort of toss that together with my hands so it's mixed up. I don't know that that's important, but it feels like it'll distribute better that way because once you dump it in the pan, the pan is hot and it's going to melt that cheese. And it seems like if you don't mix it up ahead of time, you get some noodles with one kind of cheese and some noodles with the other kind of cheese which now that I think about it, I guess isn't a bad thing, but I mix them together. That's just an FYI. My pasta water is now boiling. You can probably hear it. I've broken all of my linguine in half, so I have sticks that are probably 
five to six inches long. I already put my salt in, and it did this fun thing of clouds. It makes clouds in the water when you put the salt in just as it's starting to boil. So I'm now going to put the pasta in the pot, and that will make it stop boiling. So because it's going to stop boiling and because pasta will stick to each other, just after you dump that pasta in, you want to stir it. Keep it moving. And then you can just give it a minute and make sure all the ends are down in the water. You know, if you haven't broken yours, it may take a minute for the ends to sink down in the water. And then we can put the lid back on it until it comes to a boil. But we don't want to give it too long here. Just kind of keeping my hand on the lid so I can feel when it starts to get really raucous in there. It takes a little bit to make it happen. Come on, baby. I'm going to stir my pasta again so it doesn't clump up. Sorry about the loud bang. So far, so good. There goes the boiling. All right, so now I'm going to set my timer for eight minutes. And we're going to start the other part. Now we're going to put two tablespoons. Four tablespoons is half a stick. So we're going to put two tablespoons, in other words, half of half of a stick, into the large skillet I now have on the stove. And we're going to turn that on. And we're going to add also the two tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil. And I've turned the heat on under this to medium-high. So what we've got in the pan is two tablespoons of olive oil and two tablespoons of butter. And we want it to melt. And meanwhile, get your pepper ready. I'm going to guess I have a teaspoon's worth here. I've done it with less and I liked it, but I found it was hard to find. It seems like a lot when you're just melting it. It seems like a lot until you can't find it in the pasta once it's all cooked. I'm also going to get my tongs out and get ready to do some tossing and stir the pasta again just to be sure it's not clumping. Nope, it's fine. It's good. All right, butter is melting. What we're going to do here is make the pepper a little better, a little more flavorful and a little more aromatic by toasting it in this oil and butter. It only takes about a minute, and then we got to add the rest of the stuff to this here. So we don't want the butter melted too much before this pasta is ready. I hate to send you away because this really isn't going to take very long. But what I need you to do is go away and come back to me when your butter is melted and your timer says you've got about two minutes left on your pasta, okay? You might need to turn your butter down because we don't want it to burn. We don't even really want it to brown. If you have to, once it's melted, you can take it actually off the heat a little bit and we'll put it back on in a minute. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All right, the pasta is almost done. Now, if you have a glass measuring cup with a handle that's far enough away from the hot water that you could actually dip it in there and get some water out, you need to do that. If you don't, you're going to need a ladle or something that will allow you to scoop out at least a cup and a third of that pasta water. If you get a cup and a half, that's not a terrible thing. You might end up needing it. And if you took your skillet off the stove, put it back on. And put your pepper in there. We're going to just toast this pepper a little bit. It gets about one minute of toasting. So dump your fresh ground pepper in with the butter and the oil. That was my pasta timer. So I'm now taking my pasta out of the water. Once you have scooped your water out, if you need to just dump this into a colander in your sink, that's okay. It isn't going to sit for very long because of the way we're timing it. But if you're worried that it's going to sit for more than about three, four minutes, you want to drizzle a little olive oil in there and toss it. Meanwhile, the pepper is now toasting and maybe toasted because it only needed that 60 seconds or so. Now, here's where the magic begins. We're going to add about two-thirds of a cup of the pasta water. So if you manage to scoop it out to a cup and a third, that'll be easier to gauge. So two-thirds into the butter. Okay, this is weird, but you're going to just add it into the pan. There's one-third, two-thirds. And kind of whisk it around with a spatula or an actual whisk. And once it's all melted and kind of simmering, you're going to put in the rest of the butter. So that's another two tablespoons into the pan. 
and stir that around and let it melt. And while that is melting, get your pasta ready to go. See, I told you this all happens pretty fast. You don't rinse your pasta off. You want all that good starch. Dump that pasta, all that pasta, into this sauce you're making, because that is what you're making. You're making a sauce. If it gets stuck in the holes of the colander, take a minute to try to get them out and into the skillet in front of you. You may have to pull them out by hand, but be careful, they're hot. Now you need those tongs I told you about. Use the tongs to kind of toss the noodles with the butter a little bit. And then we're gonna take that cheese and add it over the top. And now get those tongs and toss it like crazy. Cause that cheese is gonna melt now. Take it off the heat actually. Let's get it off the heat. When the cheese is about half melted, you'll know if you have a sauce yet or not. It looks like for me, well, I have a little bit of a sauce. As the rest of the cheese melts, it'll make a little more sauce, but I think I want a little more than that. So we're gonna do two things here. We're gonna add a little salt. I know it sounds crazy because there's so much salt in that cheese, but I just added a sprinkle of kosher salt over the top, which I'm now stirring in, and I'm gonna use some more of this pasta water. That's what helps make the sauce. There, now it's starting to get kind of creamy and your pasta is done. Just be sure it's all mixed in there. And if you want it saucier, you can still add more pasta water. You don't want it to get too watery. Now I'm gonna put some on a plate and I am going to add to that another grind of pepper, just a little bit, cause there's plenty in there and a little more Parmesan cheese, just sprinkled by hand. And there you have cacio e pepe. Now get this on the table fast, cause it's best eaten right now. So go eat. Visit the website for the ingredients and the final photos, thecookalongpodcast.com. Tell your friends you learned to make cacio e pepe from me on the Cook Along Podcast. And until next time, Happy cooking! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cookalong podcast page or go to Kofi. K-O-F-I.com slash the Cook Along Podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.